In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the people are protected by two separate yet equally important groups. The heroes who save them and the attorneys who clean up their collateral damage. But only one can be both. This is her story. Dun Dun. Lawyer Show. Fanboys and Friends presents... Being a superhero... ...is a trial by fire. Who's gonna protect the world if not people like you? A Marvel cast, Earth's mightiest spin-off podcast. I'm Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be Walters the attorney of Green. And a frustrating family. Because she didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh. Bruce, kind of feels like if I don't transform, I'm going to die. Yes, yes, yes. No, no. I just want to be a normal, anonymous lawyer. Can you tell us where She-Hulk is? Jen, you're a story now. Girl, your ass looks crazy right now. You could be an Avenger. Oh, I'm not a superhero. That is for billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason. Is there anything more depressing than dating in your 30s? Yeah, this is the best date I've had in a while. Oh. Should we split some fries? Let's get those to go. All right, gang, and welcome to the latest Marvel cast, Earth's Mightiest Podcast spinoff, Walter's Attorney at Green, She-Hulk Smash, All Witnesses. Control and the overwhelming feelings of rage. No, a normal amount of rage. You do revert back to Gen 4 when you sleep. Was the air horn really necessary? For comedy, absolutely. This is a multi-year journey you're about to embark on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who's your best friend? Nikki. <clears throat> Spandex. Spandex is your best friend. Being a Hulk asks for balance. You have so much more to learn. Yes! So I'm clearly nailing it at all these things. If you want to go back to your life as a lawyer, I, I respect that. He doesn't mean that. More and more eccentric superhumans are coming out of the woodwork. We are going to launch a division for them. And I want the She-Hulk to be the face of it. Jennifer Waters. Namaste. I have a serious conflict of interest. This man tried to kill my cousin, Bruce. Yeah, that's quite all right. Oh. People only care because I'm representing Emil Blonsky. I think they care because they're like, hey, that girl's green. Jen, do your thing. God, I really like this outfit.
I'm not proud of this. Miss Walters, we answer to a higher power. Our universe is on the edge of a precipice. I am a lawyer. We do things by the book. Oh, the book of the shanty. No, the book of American uh, laws. Whether you like it or not, you're now a superhero. Let's do this. You know that friend you had in high school? Who was way cooler than you were, attractive, got all the attention from everyone. Hello. Mm -hmm. I think I'm jealous. Is that what I'm feeling? With me today, your friend of mine, the Scoutmaster Gauntlet Wielder himself, Mark Herman. Mark, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm actually uh, impressed with this one. I, can't, I feel like it, it came out swinging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it did. It did. Although, let's be honest, and we'll get into this when we um, actually, you know, talk the first episode, but a lot of it is... Why am I thinking, one, I'm attracted to a chick who looks green? It's right? Star Trek's fault. Yeah, it's Star Trek's fault. And and this little guy named Yoda, all of a sudden there's another green figure we're all hung up on. <laughs> and um, a bit of it looks like, um, you know, let's be honest, Fiona went to college and joined a frat. <laughs> so... Although I, I am a little, I was a little bit concerned because I'm like, okay, we've seen the Hulk's transformation. Mm -hmm. How are you going to handle this going the other way? You, know, I, you I mean? know, you know, that was something that, so one of my son's best friends has moved in with us and, and he and I were watching it together. And that was one of the things he was talking about. He didn't like how they went about Jen getting the, the blood transfusion, you know, he was, he was like, Hey, you no, know, she was dying from cancer. And then that's, that's, which maybe, you know, there's been a couple different origin stories where they've done it. I don't really mind the the car wreck being the, the thing that puts it in motion. Mm. What worries me about it though, is how dangerous their blood is and anyone else who gets their blood mixed with them. Um, I mean, it, it just like, it, it seems like a smart play on one of these other superpowers to get a hold of, you know, either Abomination Hulk or She-Hulk and, and drain them regularly of blood and use that right. blood to create their own army. Well, let's talk about that in, that in particular, the way we see this origin being different. Because, again, depending on what issue you're reading, there are several takes on the origin. But I think the most prominent one... Uh, you know, before they changed it for this show was she was involved in a uh, a mob hit. Mm. Right? Okay. And, and Bruce kind of, uh, you know, gives the blood transfusion. Now, I think you agree, Mark, with the way they've set up uh, Banner in the MCU... There's no way you would just willingly give the blood transfusion. Right, right. 
I so, would I would agree. So it's like just knowing that they could not do the same origin as well. And I gotta admit, right now in the comics, isn't she always green? Yeah, I believe so. Yes, uh, but I okay. will admit, you know, with the 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 car crash and the shipwreck and the and so on, um, does it? Do you kind of get the inkling, you know, between either this or episode two, which we'll get to in a bit, that um, they're kind of planting the seeds for a redemption of the Smart Hulk? Well, I mean, what do you what do you mean? I mean, what do you feel he needs to be redeemed for? For his actions as Hulk beforehand? No, no, for uh, for Russo's essentially robbing us of Savage Hulk. Oh, well, I mean, you know, I I feel like there's a lot at play when it comes to the Hulk because, you know, yeah. we've established that Hulk was in charge for two years, and smart Hulk talks about going to the lab and, and taking the, the brains and the bronze and putting the best of both together. Mm -hmm. But I can't help, but feel like whatever he's done, he's only been able to do because Hulk has been willing to allow him to have control. And yeah. the second Hulk decides that that is no longer the case. Banner is going to realize how screwed he really is. Like, I, I mean, He's. I, I like how they were calling him Smug Hulk. Like, I, that's totally <laughs> more fitting than Smart Hulk. But I also love the fact that, like, even he's playing on it. Like, you know, this is the name they give you. You can't really control what they give you. You just kind of roll with the gen. Yeah. Although I kind of wish Jen had been around, um, you know, to name just uh, this Hulk in general because. I was not a big fan of Smart Hulk from the beginning. Right. Well, you know, one thing I will say about the modeling that I kind of wish they wouldn't do is the drastic change in hairstyle from Jen to She-Hulk. Um, you know, her hair gets like longer and straighter and it's like, you know, like give her the same hair. They don't do that to Hulk. Like he still looks like Banner only hulked out, you know, I mean, right, and I, right, yeah. that to me is a little weird. Like I, and I think the modeling is fine. Some people are like, you know, it looks really CG, but I feel like, you know, for what it, they're doing, they're on par with what we've got well, so far for, for a television budget. I mean, right. I think, um, and I'll, I'll I'll address this with the um, the rumors that existed way before you know um, uh, Feige got the keys to everything, right? Right. But there were rumors of for a while of a Hulk TV series. Now, I think from a budgetary standpoint, it's easier to do with um, with Jen what what they've been doing in episode one and two. But when you consider, you know, what we could have had, a Hulk TV series, and the the amount of work just to, uh, you know, create Hulk for the MCU films, I think that would have been a massive budget stretch to, you know, have that Hulk every week. Right. You see what I mean? 
Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. But with Jen, it's a, it's, for now, it's a little bit easier. It does a bit resemble, like, if Fiona went to college and joined the first fraternity she's on. <laughs> I did uh, like how they had her set up the story right away from the beginning yeah. and move move us backwards and, and then jump forward again. Uh, the breaking of the fourth wall was cool. And I, I I heard that that whole backstory about her getting in the wreck with Bruce was going to be around episode eight originally, but they shook things up. Yeah, uh, well, that's why it felt a little herky-jerky in that sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I was scratching my head for a week wondering, why would you have your, essentially your origin, which is what this is, right? Um, or origin, as it were, a <laughs> <laughs> small joke, but why would you have that be your eighth episode for a nine episode season? Right. You see what I mean? That didn't make much sense originally. Well, I mean, it does kind of feel like, you know, they hold out a lot of the good juicy tidbits for the end, but I feel like the payout wouldn't have worked. Right. You know, like, I mean, you'd have been only excited in the aspect of you finally got that information that you've been wanting. But right. I like the idea that by giving it to us right out the gate, it endears us to Jen right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I love the little breakdown between her and, and her cousin and how, you know, they were close and there's another genius in the family. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, now, I'll tell you what I don't like. Right. And again, gang, we're hopping around, but this is what Mark and I do with these things. Uh, so bear with us. But I'll tell you what I didn't like. Mm-hmm. When, um, you know, uh, Hulk is doing the tests, right? Right. Uh, uh, to figure out Jen's transformation. And he's, <laughs> he's like, you know, saying how these transformations are triggered. And she's like, ooh, put on a Pixar movie. <laughs> I'm like, no, Jen, that is manipulation. Don't you do it. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? Mm. Right? You know, I mean, that was not the best way to endear yourself right out of the gate. But you know what it actually reminded me of? <laughs> remember in, and you know exactly what I'm going to bring up, but remember in um, Captain America Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. when Spider-Man was like, hey, remember that really old movie? Right. And I'm like, god damn you, kid. That is not the best way to to indoctrinate yourself. So we like you. I don't know. It's, it's a gamble. I mean, sure, it I think there's gamble, some people yes. that are going to be excited, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I laughed. Oh, I laughed too, but I'm just like that. It's... It's funny because I'm listening to Jen's uh, Jen's Pixar movie moment right. and Bruce's reaction to Bing Bong, which is quite honestly the reaction everyone had in that theater. Well, it's, it's... Pixar, you manipulative bastards. <laughs> it um, kind of reminds me of Spider-Man with Black Cat, though, like the maturity level of that Spider-Man versus what we've got. Um, I I love the fact that Jen's obsessed with Captain America and his sex oh, life. God. Like that cracked me oh, up. Oh Jesus! 
that that last end credit scene where she ended it the way she did and he's like wait are you not even drunk like she played him so hard (laughs) (laughs) yep 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 (laughs) i'm like oh dear christ the (laughs) the fact that well first of all first of all the fact that that you know, the MCU felt like they even had to address this. Right? <laughs> and uh, I I just know that after they did, mm-hmm. all I could see was, in my brain, all I could see was on loop the scene where Peggy Carter is taking pot shots at him. <laughs> That's like all I could see for a week. <laughs> right? I'm like, God damn it, Feige, why? <laughs> but, you know, there there's one thought I had, and it was quickly dismissed when you, you heard 1943 and USO tour, right? Because mm-hmm. you know it's not that. But when you hear the first part of it, the Captain America is not a virgin, right? Okay. You're like, you sit up, take notice, and you're like, wait, did he sleep with Natalie Dahmer? Because, <laughs> come on, Natalie Dahmer, wasn't that, that was the the chick hitting on him in the in the base in First Avenger, wasn't it? Was it? I believe so. Oh. So, but again, like I said, that's quickly dismissed when you realize that it was 1943, it was the USO tour. I don't know, some chick was probably hot and bothered by that crappy Captain America outfit. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the Beatles and Elvis, I mean, it's well, kind of... Yeah, 40s, I mean, come on. Drugs were probably pretty high in the MCU. Feige, don't you dare answer that question. <laughs> I, you know, so I, I got to say, pacing of the first episode was great. It, it does a great job of setting up where the character is, where she wants to be. Yeah, and then the, the second episode, when it comes in, it just sweeps everything off its feet. You know, I mean, she keeps telling Bruce throughout the well, first well, episode. We talk, we got, well, wait a minute. We got to talk about this villain. Well, we can, but I'm still talking about what she's telling Bruce in the first episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she okay, keeps telling him yeah. all the way through it, though, that she does does plan on getting back to her life as an attorney. That they, The superpowers don't really take center stage for her. She, you know, mm. it, it's not about that. Well, that's great that that's, you know, Bruce's thing, but Bruce got kidnapped by the government and was gone for all that time. And she's like, you would want that for me, Bruce? Like, I, I love the way that their interaction worked like when he was telling her you know about how their blood got mixed together and she got a lethal dose of gamma rays and she's like you don't pause there bruce that's not where you pause <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know i remember you know and and i think you remember this too uh tatiana maslani's name was um you know uh for a while floating around the halls of lucasfilm uh-huh. And my God, I hope it, it comes up again because she is just so good. Mm-hmm. When she's doing her fir- fourth wall breaking, 
you know, by the way, the fourth wall breaking in the MCU, I'm sorry, when Deadpool starts doing it, is not going to be what is special. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to say it right now, right? When when Wade Wilson starts doing it, it's not going to feel as special. Well, it's going to be different. I mean, Wade's breaking the fourth wall in multiple directions with multiple personalities. Like, well, if they're also, doing it right. And also, Wade's breaking the fourth wall involves a um, uh, uh, a unicorn sonomizing habit. Right. What they need to do is have him break mentally. Have something shatter him that causes him to have the other personalities. Because no, they... no, no. I will tell you right now what they need to do. All right? Now, we we know Deadpool is from uh, Regina, Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Well, in a purely coincidence that we cannot credit Feige for, because he may be good, <laughs> but he's not that good, Tatiana <laughs> Maslany is from Regina, Saskatchewan. <laughs> nice. So I'll tell you, again, Feige doesn't deserve credit for that. That's purely coincidence, okay? So fans, calm down. But what we need, and I challenge the MCU to do this, all right? What we need is uh, She-Hulk and Deadpool in a... Uh, in a in a in a restaurant in Canada, <laughs> ordering double doubles and being politely annoyed with each other <laughs> over the I, last okay, maple bar donut. MCU, I dare you, I dare you. And then they can spend the rest of the time talking to the camera, um, being drunk, right. You know, one of the side story plots that just had my brain going immediately was the courier craft that showed up that caused the wreck in the first place. Um, you know, we get a little more of that at the, the end credit scene of the second one or, or towards the end of the second episode. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it, it just sets up, you know, all sorts of who could have been behind the, the piloting of that when they first showed up. Well, immediately, I, I was thinking, like, how can they work in the whole Scar, Son of Hulk angle? That's what I'm saying. I think what we're getting is more of the uh, uh, World War Hulk storyline. Not not a complete sort of 160-degree adaptation of it. Because let's be honest, Taika kind of took a large chunk of that mm-hmm. and jammed it into Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? So we can't exactly get a complete, um, you know, take on that whole storyline. But right. I think with the seeds that are being planted, mm-hmm. right, I think what we're getting is uh, uh, Scar, Son of Hulk. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I, I could also see them doing World War Hulk in a different angle and having, you know, them work the Ross angle. They'll have to recast, uh, you know, her character. Um, but well, I think Thunderbolt I, Ross again, think... again, and you and I, uh, I believe, have either talked about it on the show or talked about yeah. it off mic, right? But I think what they'll end up doing, you know, and and we have we have time to speculate this because, um, you know, Thunderbolts, I think, ends the next phase we're about to go into, right? But uh, I think what they'll do with like Red Hulk 
is just have the transformation already there, uh, like it's done off screen, so they don't have to recast or worry about it. Ooh, and that'd be you, a good way. you just see this giant Red Hulk with a Ron Jeremy mustache. <laughs> yeah, that, right. that, I'd, I'd be down. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, it's so, kind of what they did with Parker. Yeah, again, there's a there's a fair amount of speculation on that, but I think that's what they'll end up doing. Right. Now, if they do cast, uh, if they do recast, you know who I think right off the bat should do it? Hmm. Ed Harris. Okay. I mean, granted, this would be the third iteration of Thaddeus Ross, if you want to count that Ang Lee garbage, <laughs> which nobody does. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, shoot, even Marvel doesn't. They just sort of tangentially... Pat you know, the way they tr the way the MCU has treated the Ang Lee Hulk is pretty much the equivalent of, you know, giving an old man a cookie, patting him on the head and telling him to go away. <laughs> right? Uh and take your Hulk dogs with you. <laughs> and flapjacks. Lots of yeah. flapjacks. No, no, leave the flapjacks or as Thor put it to his daughter, uh, Pamphlaps. Right. I, I like that we still keep Iron Man relevant with backstory. Um, yeah. I, again, I don't really know how I feel about that because I don't need everything doing that. Well, it's the best way to milk Tony Stark for all the money you can in in the True. retcon situation it's like oh yeah tony came down and he helped me build this place you know and he keeps talking about he might come back and steal it back from me because i was never really mine it was just a loner again that's so tony stark like you right. can totally see it and it finds a way to keep the character alive and the mythos of the universe because i mean um, let's face it when he died, he wasn't the only hero that went down that day. Sure. I mean, as far as everyone else was aware, Black Widow went down, Captain America went down. I mean, and we don't necessarily know if T'Challa may have went down that day or not either at this point. Sure, you know what? I'll buy that. However, give the people what they want. Mm -hmm. The only way I would accept Tom Cruise, that little godforsaken ego-tripping hobbit, Right? <laughs> the only way I would I would accept him in the MCU is as superior Iron Man. Because, yeah. Mark, you and I both know there is no bigger dick than superior Iron Man. True. And there is no bigger dick than Tom Cruise. So. And that's a story you could do at a much later date, too, because you're about to introduce the X-Men and stuff, yeah. which which peanut we see butter, a bit of that in this butter, episode, too, or was jelly. that in the second episode? Yeah, peanut butter and meat jelly. And right? I'll tell you what, if he plays Superior Iron Man any way, shape, or form that resembles when he played Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder... Oh, God, I love that. It would be fantastic. And this is coming from a guy who refuses to give any Star Wars trench run credit to Top Gun Maverick. I won't do it. <laughs> I will not do it. I think that is 
absurd. Every time I see people doing that on Twitter, I just want to mute you for a week <laughs> or two or three because you just sound silly. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I got a little heated. I'm like, mm, I hate I hate that. Right? <clears throat> you know, it, there are cool elements of the fact that when Jen transforms, you know, she doesn't have anyone else to wrestle with for control, as Bruce puts it. Right. Um, which again touches on that aspect of, you know, I I think the Hulk's just in the background right now. He's they haven't been merged per se at all. And yeah, this is why I'm like, this is why I think one we're getting, uh, you know, the World War Hulk storyline. Well, changes of that, like I said, because they they can't exactly do it because you know Ragnarok is, exists the way it does. Right. But, and this is why I also say we're going to get a complete redemption from the god awful way the Russos neutered Hulk. Well, what I don't understand, I mean, I like the idea that because he had that uh, little arm bracelet neuralizer thing, mm. that that kept him in banner form and allowed him to get injured and allowed him to bleed, right? That That makes sense. Yeah. But what didn't make sense is why he was wearing it. I think, well, now, wait correct, a minute. correct wait me a if minute. I'm wrong, but I think that the reason why he was wearing it was that he found out the only way he was able to heal even slowly was in human form, and so he was staying as Bruce Banner to well, slowly have that, his arm heal. You just answered your own question, because that is exactly the issue he brings up when, uh, when he and Jen are sharing the car ride. So that is what he was talking about. Okay, because yeah. I, I wasn't exactly sure if that's because then then later he, you know he tells her that her blood was able to cure him immediately. Yeah, which she her blood synthesizes gamma a lot different than his. Right, it's almost the way like like the symbionts get stronger with each new generation. It's like holy crap, dude! Like <laughs> she her blood, like I mean her especially. Like if a, an evil world power were to get a hold of her and just drain her blood nonstop and inject into their soldiers, like that would be a scary army. Talk yeah. about World War Hulk. Yeah. Well, talk about, you know, if I can see it being a problem if, say, you know, uh, uh, they turn Thunderbolts into a franchise itself. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they get their hands on is Jen. Right. Right. I and man, and there's that would that would work too for him getting uh you know turning into Red Hulk, because mm -hmm. I mean that 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 story arc of Ross being bent on you know Banner being taken down as Hulk, and then turning himself into a monster you know always was a cool story, and I liked the later versions of the Thunderbolts. Well, story. and it would be interesting to get you know to add to what you just said. It'd be interesting to get the MCU equivalent of Moby Dick because that's essentially <laughs> what it would be. Right. right. Well, and, and it would be so cool to get like a, a hit group with like uh, Red Hulk, Punisher, uh, Flash Thompson, Agent Venom, uh, Deadpool, and like Elektra. Like uh, that oh, was the Thunderbolt group that Agent, I love. Definitely Agent Venom because I pray every single day and I hardly do that anymore anyway. But I pray every single day. I'm like, oh, please. Marvel, Sony, make nice, nice, sweet corporate love with each other. Give my boy his agent Venom. Dude, I mean, could you just imagine if they just skipped the Venom story arc? 
you know, in Peter's universe and where instead the government found the symbiote and the government turned it into the weapon that creates Agent Venom. And then we get to pick up that story just like it was in the comics from there, only with just a different version of you Flash know, it, or a different character entirely. It's funny you bring that up and we'll talk about it in some other uh, podcast down the line, right? I think that's exactly what they're doing with um, with with uh, the symbiote in the MCU, right? I well, do I do not think one uh, one bit that thing goes to find Peter right away. <laughs> there there's so many arcs that they could play up, and I'm constantly thinking about the fact that in a lot of what if universes, mm-hmm. a lot of them set in the future are in a a, a, a utopia or post apocalyptic event that the Hulk and Hulk family have been the center of. Absolutely. Um, and Hulk's had, I mean, like, what is it? Maestro is like a version of Hulk from the future that's like so smart that he came back into the past. Like, Yeah, and, you know what? You know what? If if um, Ruffalo keeps playing it, right? Mm-hmm. He's, going to, he's going to have that beard already. Forget CGI. That beard is going to be there. Right. If Ruffalo keeps playing the role. <laughs> I, I feel like the first episode, it was chock full of origin story. But there really, outside of that, there wasn't a lot happening to it. Which is fine, because what, again, these aren't that long of episodes. What did you, no, they're not. They're not, which is why we're grouping them and doing the remaining, what is it? Uh, the remaining seven every, like, you know, two weeks. Right. But... What did you make of the um, the Hulk fight? Or... Oh, I'm gonna borrow the Jeep, take it Jen. back to LA, and you can pick it up at my place. Jen, stop. Just stop it. Whether you like it or not, you're now a superhero. And who's gonna protect the world if it isn't people like us? I can change back and forth, and I'm happy to now get back to my life. Listen, I know you didn't ask for this. But... I'm not you, and I'm not gonna become you i don't need to join some secret government contractor squad and no friends no relationships never seeing your family and definitely not dealing with a decade's worth of trauma it's not wrong that i am choosing to help people in the way that i've always i spent a lifetime running what what do you think you're doing i'm asking you to reconsider done yes i've reconsidered i'm still leaving I learned it from you. Bullshit!
Uh-uh. That was fun. I mean, I, I like the way that uh, he taught her how to do the clap, and she's like, slam, 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 slam. <laughs> like, oh, well, well, he didn't teach her necessarily. Uh, you know, he he did the Hulk clap, and mm-hmm. it was interesting to see that again. But when she when she tried it, it didn't work. But notice that when when she does the repeating, you know, claps, right? Mm-hmm. Was it very reminiscent of? Go back oh. to the Incredible Hulk. Remember the the weapons they were using to try to subdue him? Right, the sonic blast. Mm-hmm. It was very reminiscent of that. It'd be cool to see, you know, when he, if he ever went up against an agent. Venom, you know, have him do that to knock the, the suit off of him. There's so you, many people that, know, Venom, that he could fight. You know, i got to say a little side note. We'll get into this in a bit with episode two. You know what would be cool to see? Hmm. If at some point, you know, <laughs> Bruce uh, meets up with Emil Blonsky and Emil just looks at him uh, and, and lifts his eyebrow and goes, you look different. Oh, I mean, they already, yeah, they basically did. That was, yeah. They, they, they basically they called it out. Yeah. But, you know, without the two in the same room. Right. That's not the same thing. <laughs> right? Yeah, the Hulk fight was a lot of fun. Jen kind of outdid him at every step. The the way she was able to control her metamorphosis and stuff, and, and like, you know, the sad reality is that it took Bruce 15 years to kind of get to that level of perfection. And it, and it took her 15 seconds yeah, I mean, she was, like, done within a weekend, basically. Or, or as some of the internet would say, it took, her a, it took her as much time as the Mary Sue. I'm like, grow up. <laughs> right. The one thing I didn't quite understand the first time I watched it was how she got the hangover. But then when I watched it again and I realized that she had, had metamorphosized back into her gen form and continued drinking like that. Yeah. And that was why she had the hangover. Because yeah, that she stayed of, like uh, She-Hulk. We been kind fine. of also see that in episode two a bit. We see it more obvious. Right. 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 She transforms back and then falls off the stool. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I thought I thought the episode was... I thought the episode was a pretty good solid, you know, as far as, like, an origin goes. Not too, I, I mean, not too complicated because with Hulk, uh, you know, when it was just Banner, one, we we really got a, a, a rushed sense of the origin, you know, because the, the movie before was so goddamn bad. Right. That's why the Incredible Hulk felt so rushed. That's why I say it felt like a rushed origin. You know? This felt... This didn't feel like that. No, I, I, I'm enjoying what we got so far with but these first two. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, Banner's origin felt you know, a little too rushed at the time. Oh, I think it's it's hard when, you know, there are characters that certain types of fans really don't want to have anything messed with. And then well, and also, the unprecedented scale that they didn't really reboot the Hulk and Banner characters after Edward Norton's version. Like, I mean, I think a lot of people were surprised to find out that that is the same Hulk. Yeah, yeah, and and 
I think what's uh, what we also have to consider is the MCU was in a lot of in, uh, infancy at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like they were, what, basically a film in? Because Iron Man was essentially released a year before, right? I, I thought it came a year after. I thought Hulk was first, but maybe no, you're right. No, Iron Man I, was, Iron Man was 2008. Out. Then Hulk must have come out right after. Yeah, so Incredible Hulk would have probably been 09. Yeah. So, God, it's that long ago. Jesus. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I, I thought it was a solid. Now, let's talk about this this uh, villain who looks like she spawned from the adult side of TikTok, to be honest with you. Oh, when we get back to the present where she, after she fills us all back in, she's like, I'm going to be an attorney now. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't go so well. Doesn't go so well for her. No, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Did you hear that? Oh, no. We're now in front of everybody? Yes. Yes. Come on. Jen. And that was uh, what Tit- Titania, T- Titania, Titania, yeah, Titania, played by Jamil, Jamila Jamil. Yeah, she kind of forced Jen out, um, you know, because I mean, when Jen mentions that her parents know and her friends know, like you know, she doesn't really explain like it was brought up in a way that was as explosive as the rest of the world finds out in this courtroom. Right. Uh, what what. Overall, what do you think of her, though? Because I thought I thought it was one of the more villain reveals. That's kind of the MCU having a bit of goofy fun with itself at this point. I feel like they've been doing that with a lot of the villains, mm-hmm. with a lot of their. And I don't say I I say second tier in a different way because like I feel like second tier is in uh, when we got to the second. Captain America and the second of all the movies, you know, they're not yeah, the first yeah, exactly. one of them, but, but they bring in these characters that villains that like, they're almost realistic enough that you don't realize they're legitimate comic characters. Right. So, you know, I, I think like, are we going to get more of that character or is that just a, a, a literal hit and run? Um, and I'm kind of okay with the hit and run, like because of the nature of Jen's position and how it's about to change in the next episode, I want to see a new villain every week. I don't want to see a repeat. Um, unless it's Blonsky himself. Like, he could be the one character that we can have repeat throughout. Um, but I'd like to see, on top of that, her taking different cases every episode where we see her take, like, one, two, or maybe even three different cases throughout that episode. I think that that would be a really cool way to feature a rogues gallery of villains. Right. Or just feature a fair amount of the MCU um, 
you know, guys that they haven't gotten to yet, which I'm right? sure is a lot. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so many that it, you, you, and literally, if you did three an episode from episode three on out, you're still only going to get about what, maybe 28 <laughs> characters that you'd be introducing? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it I sounds mean, like a lot, but we're talking about, you know, they're just being represented. I mean, there's not the, really a lot happening in, in if they were brought in in that regard. If the MCU were still in strictly movie mode, right? Mm-hmm. You we wouldn't be getting that many introduced. Right. You know, I mean, the nature of that is now Look, do I get a little annoyed that we're playing this game of Frogger with each phase of now, you know, hopping from movie to show to movie to show to movie to show to movie to show? <laughs> Feels like we should have some Benny Hill music going while we're doing this. So be like, ah, you know? Oh, God. So am, am I a little disappointed in that? Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in that. I'll, I'll you know, I'll believe, and guys, before you start saying anything, Believe it or not, I would hold Star Wars to the same standards. We'll, we'll, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Hopefully. But, um... The reality is, if it, if it, if it was a movie, you'd be getting, at best, uh, one or two. Mm-hmm. You know? Versus the number you were saying, that was like, what, 10 to 15? Right. So, um, and... Well, you know me, though. I like to pipe dream big. Well, of course you do, my agent Venom boy. (laughs) You definitely like to pipe dream big. Right. I like to pipe dream... I like that we have a past and a present at play, but I do question how much of the story in the past is going to be as relevant as it was in this first episode. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And I love how the the each episode ends where its credits are basically shown as uh, courtroom sketches. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I'm cool. like, I'm sorry, but no courtroom has sketches that good. I don't care who it is. <laughs> right? Right. Um... The, besides, the sketch artist is probably paying limited attention anyway. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Unless we... it's like a real high profile case and not like, you know, you know, Karen's disagreeing with each other or something. Right. Well, after we get the, uh, the Captain America punchline joke there at the very end. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we bounce into the next episode. There really isn't a whole lot going on in the first episode aside from setup. Right. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. and reveal there at the very end when she actually has to reveal herself and she does it with the one hit. Um, right. and we kind of pick up from there and it's kind of, you know, like Hulk was warning her being a Hulk comes with some strings. And one of those strings is nobody will touch her with a 12 foot pole <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to being an attorney at the moment. They dropped her like a bad reputation. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, what, one of the other things before we move forward I wanted to talk about and address, because I feel like it's important, right? And I feel like it's probably the one time that MCU fans, particularly male MCU fans, right, 
actually hear candidly, you know, um, a, the female experience, uh, you know, as far as like relegating your emotions and keeping your anger in check, you know, that kind of stuff mm. is actually addressed because let's be honest, guys like you and me, well, you probably are more than me, definitely, but you know, guys like me, right? Mm -hmm. We don't hear this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, and, I I do with the, having daughters and stuff. I mean, uh, yeah, that's why I say guys like me because you hear it all the time. So right. Yeah, the waves breaking. Feel the breaths. No judgment. Mm. So, so when do you think I can leave? Let's just here? focus on each day as they come, Jim. I mean, I legitimately do have a life to get back to. I know I've been pushing you through a lot, but being a superhero is a trial by fire. Bruce, mm. I'm not going to be a superhero. What else are you going to do as a Hulk? Uh, return to my career that I have spent years building. Use my law degree that I am still paying off a fortune in student loans for. It's not one or the other, Jen. I am trying to show you that we can live between what we want and what is. But we can't pretend like we are two of the few people on Earth that can actually protect her. Which is why we have to make sure of your ability to tolerate distress and regulate your emotions, especially your anger. Well, here's the thing, Bruce. I'm great at controlling my anger. Mm. I do it all the time. When I'm catcalled in the street, when incompetent men explain my own area of expertise to me, I do it pretty much every day because if I don't, I will get called emotional or difficult or might just literally get murdered. So I'm an expert at controlling my anger because I do it infinitely more than you. So all of this just feels like projecting a lot of shit onto me. See? No, I'm doing this. Okay, this is completely new territory. <laughs> you guys have outgrown your binder, cuz. Love you, Bruce, but I'm going home. Right, and that and that is an important thing, is to have that pointed out, because, I mean, Bruce is like, really focused on the damage that the world could do. And she's like, look, you have no idea that the damage that I avoid on a daily basis, sometimes even minute yeah. by minute. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like it's the, it, you know, and, and I'm just going to say, and I, and look, I love the MCU to a point. If I didn't, I wouldn't be doing this. Right. Or, or a Marvel, you know, addition to my, Many, many podcasts anyway, but um, I'm just going to say it is a, and Mark, uh, you know, I think you'll agree with this. It is a sad commentary when you realize that, you know, important dialogue like this is probably the only way, one of the rare ways, it's not probably the only way, it's one of the rare ways Males will actually listen and get the damn point. Mm. Right? Right. So, it, it's a sad commentary in that sense, but that's a societal problem. You know, that's, 
existed long before, you know, the MCU was doing this thing. The following is a paid advertisement by Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway. Have you ever been made to feel like you didn't belong? Been called an abomination by a supervisor? It's enough to make a person want to hold down and smash. I'm Jennifer Walters, here to tell you not to get yeah. angry. Get a lawyer. We at the Superhuman Law Division at Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway will fight for your right to be treated equally in the eyes of the law. Here, we put the human in superhuman and the firm in law firm. And remember, I go green so you can get green. That that means money. Call 1-877-SHE-HULK today. Now, before we wrap this up for the um, show, um, Mark, let's talk about episode two, Superhuman Law. Because one of the things I find really interesting and we should start off with is the beginning of the episode when a certain thing happens to Jen and she's basically let go for, you know, basically she hulking out and saving everybody in that courtroom and, well, why don't you elaborate what goes on, Mark, and we'll just talk about it. I mean, it's, it's sad that when she's celebrating, her boss comes up and tells her, you know, they had a mistrial declared because she transformed to save the jury, which mm-hmm. basically biased them in her favor. Yeah. So they, they can't go forward, and she ends up losing her job over it. Yeah, and... and- I mean, once with... again, they're proving, you know, the life of world is not fair. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because to go with what I was just talking about, like that exchange with Jen and Bruce, this highlights another issue, uh, you know, that just, you know, not just men and women have, right? Because any one of us can easily get fired. Right. You know, that's the easy part. But when it comes to, you know, um, uh, what when she gets another job and when she's rehired, and the is this the only reason you hired me? That speaks to another another thing women deal with, right? And, uh, and it's, it's almost to a degree like because of the nature of the transformation of the character. It deals with so many things on so many fronts because, like, mm-hmm. you could even say, like, as a ex heroin user, we're going to use you to, you know, support and 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 help these other ex heroin users. Yeah. Um, but because I mean, they're you know they're using her as a face of superhumans, yeah. Which right now is at a tentative place. I mean, even Bruce said once they see you as a monster, that never goes away. And right now. Because of the Iron Mans and the Captain Americas and the Thors, the world is seeing superheroes in a favorable light. But we right. haven't had a Dark Avengers story arc where Norman Osborn comes and pees all over that reputation. Uh, I'm sorry, did you just equate Norman Osborn to the the modern Calvin meme? I, I guess I might have. Where is yes, he, I where guess Calvin, I did. Where Calvin's peeing on the car. I'm yes. Like, Great. I, I cannot look at that without seeing Norman now. Right. Well, I mean, that was basically what he was doing was I want to tarnish the name of the Avengers and I want to tarnish heroes. And he was successful at it. I don't know. And then on top of it all, come away smoking now, clean wait, because wait, he's the wait one that killed minute, the shr- uh, shr- what, Scroll Queen? 
Yeah, wait a minute. I don't know why, but my co-host just made me see that meme with nothing but not Calvin's face, but William Defoe's. <laughs> I'm like, thanks a lot, Mark. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. There yeah. all of a sudden is Jay Jonah going, Parker, get in here. Clean this up. Right? I, you know, and, and I can totally understand why Jen, you know, is very hesitant to take the job, especially when her first case is Blonsky, who yeah. had a history with her cousin. I right. love, though, the tongue-in-cheek response that Bruce has about him and Blonsky's relationship and now, how now, they knew each other. Let's talk about the family dinner. Yes. Because I'm like, I love it when the MCU shows just, you know, realistic families. <laughs> and the likability of them. What was like, what was Cousin point, Balky's name? Uh, case, case in point, we talked uh, Miss Marvel, and you know neither one of neither you nor I will you know will fully understand that culture, and we're not trying to, but we understand that family because there is and. Not a single attribute that doesn't make you go, oh, I've had to deal with that. Oh, I've had to deal with that. Right. Right? Uh, and a little side note, I found out that the, uh, the brother, the sister, or no, the brother, the sister, the mother, and the dad mm -hmm. are all in the Marvels. Oh. And I'm Makes like, sense. I cannot wait to see the dad be Carol's man in the chair. <laughs> right? Because you know that's going to happen somewhere. <laughs> you just know that's going to happen somewhere. Right? So, maybe why Ned's off being a sorcerer, and I'm like, God, MC, don't give me sorcerer, Ned, please. <laughs> I think he overplayed that overplayed that hand in the way home anyway. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hi Chad. You're gonna fire him. Chad. Chad. So to bring it up. I said don't bring it up. Why would I tell you to bring it up? Sorry, Uncle Mo. She already feels like complete crud. It's okay, Dad. I yes, got fired, but it's fine. Big news. So I got uh, promoted to manager over at the Best Buy. Manager, all right, Chad. Employed and promoted, right? Oh, Jen, there is the nicest young man who works at the coffee shop that I go to. His name is Yusuf. Not sent me out. No, 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 he's much too young for you. No, he wants to be a superhero, and I told him that my daughter was a superhero. He hadn't heard of you, but I gave him your number so that he could call you for advice. Please stop giving my number out to strangers. Now, Jen, uh, that Hawkeye guy. What happens to those arrows of his? I mean, does he go around and collect them when he's done? Jenny? Nobody calls me that. I'm just going to put this out there. Melanie is a stylist, you know. She could help you. Let's get this hair more like She-Hulk's. <laughs> so, back to Hawkeye. It's pretty hazardous to leave those things lying around. Junkie highlights. Now, Jen, there's a couple things I could uh, use your help with before you go. Uh, but did you recognize the dad? Yeah, I couldn't think of what his name was. I remembered him as Balky's cousin. Yeah, he's the Was it Larry? 
He's one of the, he's one half of the Perfect Strangers. Yeah, Perfect Strangers. That's I couldn't remember what the heck his name was. I, I keep wanting to say Larry, but I don't know. Larry, that's all right. I, I want to say it was that's, Larry Balky. That's all right. I think anyone over forty and and still going goes, "Hey, where's your roommate?" Right. He did good though. Like he he made me feel like he was a legit caring pops. Yeah, he did good. He did good. He did good, kid. He did good. <laughs> But no, I I love it when the MCU just shows legit families, right? Especially, you know, especially caring ones. We've not really seen uh, caring family members, right? Out the, of the guy uh, that the played MCU. Augustus Pug, uh, it was cool to see him in another show again, and I was beyond thrilled to see Tim Roth reprising his role as uh, Blonsky. That was that was fun. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that because, like, I was honestly expecting him to be in his abomination form. But we find out by the end of this in the secret credit scene why he wasn't in that and and why when we did see him, we saw him as he was. And it kind of fits things into time frame for us. Like, I thought that was interesting because I thought this was further along. And then that scene was like, oh, that lines things up. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because uh, that little clip on the on the television set is, I believe, right when uh, uh, Sean Chi and um, yeah, uh, I can't remember as long as fighting. Name. We'll just call her Aquapina when they walk into the the Fight Club, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Wong and, and Abomination are fighting in that scene, and yeah. that's the clip that we see in the end credit scene. It's like, oh, oh. well, I, I believe you had some legit confusion uh, similar to that when the post credit of Sean Chi, you're like, wait, Hulk's not green, Hulk's banner, right? What? Right, yeah, that and that, yes, that's all that into the same. And that left yeah. you confused yep. for a year, my friend. Yeah, I was, I was totally perplexed, and now we know. Now we know. Yeah, now we know. Well, now well we played, Feige. Now we have legit context there. Yeah, you know, we need, we need to turn Feige did it again into like a, uh, a expletive, a gif. <laughs> That'll work too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I gotta say, the way Blonsky talks about his transformation, the expectations of him as a soldier, and then the reversal of fortune, that the individual that he was souped up to take out is lauded as the hero, and he ends up in jail as the villain, and how unfair that is, because he was just following orders. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, he plays this up well. Yeah, no, he's learned, and I I gotta ask, why is it? I know Blonsky wrote a lot of haikus, right? I'm just gonna ask you one question. Why is it this show didn't call it Hulkus? <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I'm like, the joke was right there. Right. Right. The joke was right there. Now let's talk about uh, the the uh, the phone conversation, right? Which one? The uh, between Jen and Bruce. Okay. And not so much the the context of the conversation because we know that basically the show told us 
But where I want to talk specifically about the part where Jim's like, you coming to L.A. anytime soon? Right. And uh, he's like, nah, I got some stuff to take care of. And we see him in the spaceship going, obviously, back to Sakaar. Yep. And last time we saw Sakaar, let's just say the Grandmaster was, um, oh, I don't know, giving up. Oh, oh. Uh, I just, I got to say, I'm proud of you all. This revolution has been a huge success. Yay us. Pat, pat on the back. Pat on the back. Come on. No? Me too, because I've been a, a big part of it. Can't have a revolution without somebody to overthrow. So, uh, you're welcome. And uh, it's a tie. Well, he here's the thing you have to think of, right? Hulk's not getting his own show. So, which show are we going to see his story pick up in again? We know it's not Thor Love and Thunder, so is it going to be the next Guardians of the Galaxy, the next no, Eternals? I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, how long are we going to have to wait to get some closure here? <laughs> I think the next time we see him, uh, I'm just going to say Deadpool 3. Really? Yeah, because I don't know if you're aware, but when they announced uh, Sean Levy directing Deadpool 3. Uh-huh. He left some cryptic tweet that suggested uh, Mark Ruffalo was going to be in Deadpool three. Well, I'll be, I you know that's a that's a crossover I did not see coming. If that is the case, I did not um, either. And and have we had many Deadpool versus the Hulk? I mean, I kind of feel like the Canuck had to have done it if if wolverine's done it i mean just that alone no. would be reason for for wade to be like putting right. targets on hulk we, we necessarily haven't but the the, and, thing and... I want, the thing i wanted to bring up mainly about him going back to the car mm -hmm. right is okay like i was saying at the top of the program right where we're getting shades of uh, the War War Hulk storyline, obviously right. twisted because you know Ragnarok exists the way it does, but I I think this pretty much spells out that that's what we're getting, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's announced as a uh, a movie slotted in one of the missing Phase Six slots right Cause we, now you could do it as an illuminati movie well but we have we have quite a few slots missing in mm. phase six because all we know is fantastic four in november of 2024 right uh okay it feels weird not to have a fantastic four in phase four i mean come on your joke was right there feige you have one job god damn it one but, hey, a Fantastic Four in 2024 will sell for that. Well, I mean, and we got a, a Wolverine sighting. Um, when Jen was looking for jobs and stuff, there were two oh, links. Oh, yeah, I, I sent you that bit, yeah. Yeah, the, there was the brawl with the man with claws, and then the what's the 
what's the statue of a person doing in the ocean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, finally, that whole thing that's talked about. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't that uh, frozen celestial become an Avengers base? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I thought I thought like at some point, like the Unity Avengers or something, like set up shop in its head. <laughs> I believe so, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, creepy. Maybe rent was cheap in there, who knows? <laughs> it was one Well, of I mean the, Stark's not there to fund another build, so it it was a fairly well, you gotta think it was a fairly new young celestial. It was probably kind of dumb. Right. Right. Didn't really pass muster, didn't pick up the rear as well so... as some of the other guys. I can't help but think that the courier showed up to be like, yo, Hulk, you got to do something about your son. He's taking over Scar. Oh, Scar? Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking? Um, you mean like some Doc Brown situation? Yeah. 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 That, that would work. Yeah. What's the matter? Doc, we become assholes or something? No, Hulk, <laughs> it's your kids. Something's got to be done about your kids. Right? The Hulklings. <laughs> um, I I think it could be that. Yeah. I, I, now, I don't necessarily think we'll see him again. Right. Right? I think that's it for Hulk. Yeah, uh, I, as, think, I as think... As a matter of fact... I, anything I, else might be through communication only. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although um, cell phone ranges between Sakaar and L.A. must suck. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they suck tremendous cigars. <laughs> but um, I think the next big thing we have coming is Daredevil. Yeah, I can see that being the case. Uh, did you see, by the way, the brilliant... Uh, this was an exchange on Twitter, and Dan Slott had the perfect response to it. Uh, it was, so if She-Hulk takes place in L.A., what's Daredevil in there for? And Dan Slott's response was beautiful. You know what it was? Uh-uh. He's picking up his Netflix residuals. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, typical Dan. That's a good one, though. That's a good yeah, one. That's a good one right there. Yeah. So uh, so Jen takes the case, and, and this is where, like, we're set up for a great next episode because, you know, she goes on to take the, the call with the, the press, and she finds out, oh, uh, what are you going to do about your client being on the run? What? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, did you notice the law firm is essentially the holes of Marvel? No. Yeah, because if you look at the one at everything on the side as she's walking, you're talking G L K and H, right? Yeah, G L K and H. Okay. Uh, yep. Which I be, which I believe is some uh, you know sort of anagram to some of the the original uh, co the original founders and co founders of Marvel anyway. Okay. I know the L in there is, uh, is uh, Stan Lee's actual name. Uh, right. Uh, and the K is uh, my personal favorite, sorry Stan fans, King Kirby. Right. Right? But, but no Ditko. Yeah, no Ditko. No Ditko. 
I think that would have uh, created too much of a kerfuffle with the uh, lettering of the law firm. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when uh, when they're walking through the halls, uh-huh. if you look at one of the doors that's open, there's comic books along the wall, man. <laughs> nice. So, you know, we were both talking about how we want to see certain characters show up. Yeah. I I tell you right now, one of my all-time excitement things would be if they brought in... Uh, God, my I just lost her name. I'm just thinking of the actress that plays her, but uh, the girl that plays She-Hulk, whatever the heck her character name actually is, is slipping me. Oh, Ross's you... daughter. Oh, uh, Betty. Betty, yeah, Betty. So it'd be cool if Betty and Jen are friends, and somehow it's Jen's blood that causes Betty to become a Hulk. Like, could you imagine when Hulk shows back up, his ex-girlfriend's a Hulk too? Yeah, look, I don't I don't see Liv Tyler being involved in the MCU again. Yeah. I, just, I, I mean I, I be, I'm in there with you. There's a lot of stories. I mean I kinda stuff see I, don't I kinda see, see a recast of that. I can see anything. that too. I don't see Liv Tyler being involved in the MCU again. Right. Well that's the thing about these characters, you know, like the core ones, like a Hulk. Uh, you know, your Thor, your Iron Man, your Captain America, right. your Spider-Man. Yeah, no, There's so yeah. many versions of the stories and stuff. It's like, like even with Thor, you know, like we didn't get rescued, but in a sense we did, you know, right, like yeah. it, she wore the armor twice or maybe even we three got, times. We got a version of rescue, not rescue Right, and, and, you know, so I'm kind of like, you know, even if we do something like that, like I'd be, I'd be stoked, but I don't honestly expect that they will do a lot of the different stories, but no, there are a lot of ways that the, they can work in the comics. In. in the comics, She-Hulk and Betty were friends, so. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. I mean, and I don't know enough about the characters. I know that the two of them have come, come to blows a few times once they're both in their other alternate uh, cases, but I, I only know of like two stories where that was the case. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I just uh, don't want to see the leader show back up. <laughs> oh, come on. They gave Blonsky a bit of a redemption. You don't want to see Oh, okay, redemption. okay. Put him in the Thunderbolts and make him be Red Leader. I'll be okay with that. You don't want to see a redemption for what's-his-face? You Make him Red Leader and, and I'll, I'll be down. Yeah, we can do it oh, that way. Okay. <laughs> All right. But only, only if you give him... If you give him uh, Brain's voice from Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> God, no. What is wrong with you, son? <laughs> well, if you ask my ex-girlfriends, apparently a lot. <laughs> well, that's why we're not surveying them. What do they know? <laughs> uh, I know, I know, I know. Half of them, one of them lives on the other side of Indiana. I'd rather she not know I'm back here. They know as much as Jen knows about Abomination right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just not all that great. Uh, all right, so that'll bring us to the end of uh, the first episode of uh, Walter's Attorney of Green, She-Hulk, Smash All Witnesses. Gang, Mark and I will be back in two weeks' time to... to uh, <sighs> to review episodes three and four 
Man, you know, Mark, it feels nice to get a little more mileage out of a show instead of these these six-episode nonsense. I'm just like, right. Ooh, you know what? Give me give me uh, Daredevil Born Again because you and I are going to be spending a lot of time dissecting that one. Do I need to watch the first Daredevil? I still haven't watched that. Like, maybe I should. What, you're talking the Netflix stuff? Yeah, I never... I, 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 couldn't couldn't stay awake all of them put me to sleep they were they all had good premises and stuff but i never really got past the first episodes mark i i would say if you want to sure <laughs> but considering feige's gonna redo all this shit anyway i'm off it, the hook is what you're saying okay it, yeah you're pretty much off the hook i mean Yay! it's just, it's the same thing like with... No Agents. homework pass! It's the same thing with, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fuggies was going to redo all this shit. Right. Bring right? back Mockingbird. Hashtag. I mean, I mean, case of... Well, if you go by Hawkeye, I think that whole thing's been, uh, you know, dressed as uh, Clint's wife. Right? Right? Which, you know, I gotta say... Uh, and I'll, I'll just say it right now. You know, if you're making Mockingbird Clint's wife, fine. But you take Adrian Pilecki and you make her rogue. Ooh. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I Yes, yes, you sold me. <laughs> See? See? Oh, yeah, no, that would, mm-hmm, no. And I, I don't know how well she could do the southern accent, but I I I'd be down to see her uh Yeah. She could she could do a southern accent about as well who, as no, who would she you could. play off as, as Remy though? You have to have Gambit with her. You just but who? Who would ooh, you do? Oh, 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 uh I, I couldn't give you I could not guess. I mean that's she's almost too perfect. But I don't know. You'd have to have somebody just as equal '90s version of Remy, you know, like when he when he ditches the trench coat and he's just got the basketball shorts and his black eyes and the long hair with the ponytail thing, or or the uh, Rambo bandana on. Yeah, who was that dude in Agents of Shield? I yeah, I can't I can't for the life of me think of his name, but I was he was the first guy I thought of, but he he just don't have it. Yeah, he don't he don't have it. I'm gonna have to give some more thought to Remy, but Adrian Balecki for Rogue, I swear to God, MCU, if you don't do that, I'm gonna go nuts. Right? And Gambit's gotta be smooth as silk. But like <laughs> I, like I said, dude, like I said, she could do a Southern accent about as well as Hugh Jackman could do a Canadian accent. Eh? Okay, okay, I'm down. So. And I'm like, I'm sorry, a woman that high, you think I'm thinking about a southern accent? No. Well, and, and that was the other thing that I heard that they're going to play up more, too. And we saw it starting in the first episode, really dominant in the second episode, uh-huh. is the aspect of the public fantasizing more about She-Hulk uh, and wanting Jen to be She-Hulk more than herself and how she becomes like secondary to her other persona even though both of which are her yeah yeah see and and that dovetails into my what i was talking about way earlier 
at the sort of what men don't really listen to and the, what women go through all the freaking time. And, it, you know, I've heard people complaining that the CGI of She-Hulk is, is in makeup and stuff. But, I mean, maybe that's part of the premise is, you know, that women have two aspects of themselves with and without makeup. And, right. you know, the, the face that's presented with makeup can vastly change from without. And maybe that was part of the director choice to make She-Hulk be all dolled up in makeup. Because I, I've heard a lot of people like, she looks or like that... she's ready to go to a... Uh, a beauty pageant <laughs> or 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 maybe that's just marvel being complete dicks to vfx people we have heard that right and, and yeah exactly i mean i try to err on the side of story but i mean i could be totally I wrong know, i know you do but it's a little hard to when we so prominently know that apparently you know marvel is the biggest criminal of this treating vfx people like they're on the the ship amistad Right? It's because there's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, but you and I both know this is not a good look. Especially for a company that has basically been, you know, so prevalent over, what is it, 14 years now? Uh, easily more. Oh, what, 16? Yeah, let's... 20? Yeah. Can I hear uh, 17? Well, but... You, <laughs> Okay, 17, 17, 17, buy it now, 17, 17, stolen. Sold for 12. Stolen to the guy who has so many blue Tesseract Spikey's got you by the Tesseract and he's squeezing. Uh, yeah, the fact that the Tesseracts are blue, read into that what you will, people. <laughs> All right, so like I said, that'll bring us to the end of the show. Uh, you know, our first episode for Walter's Attorney at Green, She-Hulk Smash All Witnesses. Mark, thank you for joining me, as always, my friend. Always, always, yes, 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 yes. Hulk right. Smash! Yes, Hulk Smash, and we'll say that instead of Ground Pound, because, uh, I'm just like, it's weird to hear something different. It's really weird. You know, it's it's almost like fans don't react well when they hear something different. I mean, you know, we call them toe rings and ear rings, but there's a reason we don't call them finger rings. Uh, yeah, that sounds a little too much like how uh, Deadpool celebrates National Women's Day. Moving on! With this fingering eye, the wed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, jeez. And Disney Plus put Deadpool on... Yeah! Yay! <laughs> uh, so, gang, until next time, we'll just say, he who leaves the Baxter building last turns out the lights. Thanks for listening to Walter's Attorney at Green. She Hulk smash all witnesses. Still in control, no overwhelming feelings of rage. No! A normal amount of rage! You do revert back to Gen 4 when you sleep. Was the air horn really necessary? For comedy, absolutely. This is a multi-year journey you're about to embark on. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Who's your best friend? Nikki. <clears throat> Spandex. Spandex is your best friend. Being a Hulk asks for balance. You have so much more to learn. Yes! 
So I'm clearly nailing it at all these things. If you want to go back to your life as a lawyer, I, I respect that. He doesn't mean that. Covering the MCU series She-Hulk Attorney at Law, streaming exclusively on Disney+. More and more eccentric superhumans are coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> we are going to launch a division for them, and I want the She-Hulk to be the face of it. Jennifer Waters. Namaste. I have a serious conflict of interest. All this man tried MCU to kill Marvel my cousin Bruce. All things MCU Marvel is a subsidiary yeah, of the Walt clever. Disney Company. Oh. People only care because I'm representing Emil Blonsky. I think they care because they're like, hey, that girl's green. Jen, do your thing. God, I really like this outfit. I'm not proud of this. Miss Walters. We answer to a higher power. Our universe is on the edge of a precipice. I am a lawyer. We do things by the book. Oh, the book of Hashanti. This Shandy. podcast is no, meant for informational purposes American. only, and uh, no infringement lost. is intended. Whether you like it or not, you're now a superhero. Let's do this. You know that friend you had in high school? Who was way cooler than you were attractive? Got all the attention from everyone. Hello. Mm -hmm. I think I'm jealous. Is that what I'm feeling? It's going to be me. There's a big mess back there. Uh, somebody went through a wall. Like, there was... Uh, that was gross. Plumbing and not not the clean type. It's it's gonna be an all night job. We'll be back here all night.